He's not hairless, so I can't do that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who, me or the cat? <laughs> I don't know. I like my cat's hairless, but I guess I'll take sale on the way he is. I like your cat hairless, too. Oh, man. Sam, how was your break? <laughs> not as good as the last... 24 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I spent my break sick with COVID. So, I thought you were going to die. I thought we were going to have to do like a farewell episode and like play like Titanic music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> pour out some drinks for you. Well, Christian, have you, Salem no You didn't pour out one for Eric. <laughs> Let me put it this way it was, I'm glad I asked Sam to do the research. 48 hours when I did because I was just non-existent as a human being. He literally slept for like 18 hours one oh, day. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just gone. And I would go in I there and I'd be like, I, was, I was felt like I was going into like a morgue and I was mm -hmm. like, is he going to be cold? <laughs> it was very much like the scene from the exorcist when Linda Blair is like just exhaling fog mm. like because it's so cold in the room. Yeah. That movie terrifies my mom. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. It's it won a lot of awards. It was a very great movie. I actually really enjoy uh scary movies like rendition of that scene. With James Woods like shitting on the toilet and yes. all the flies start showing up. <laughs> I missed that one. Jesus give me strength. Yeah. Oh my god. Wasn't that wasn't a scene from like one of the thousand scary movies, the one where there's a scene where, where the part where Reagan pees in the floor. Mm -hmm. and yeah, having the scary part movie too. Scary movie. Yeah. scary movie too is like the And the mom best takes her face movie. and rubs it in her own piss. Yeah. And she's like beating her with a hairbrush. <laughs> then like they like walk in the room and it's a scene from The Exorcist where she's like slamming her head back and forth from like, been there just like, oh, Jesus Christ, and shut the door and like walk off. <laughs> like Andy Richter's the, the priest. Oh my God. They couldn't, I'm sorry. That's such a, I love it. I like campy stuff like that when it's like, they make fun of such a shitty That situation. movie was perfect. For them to like really Scary go. Scary movie was just great. Yes. I love those. I think I like the third or fourth one and got a little ridiculous. Well, that's because they stole it from the Wayans brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah the Wayans brothers weren't involved in it after like, I think the second one. They like took it from them. Well, I like Scary Movie 3 with Anna Ferris in it. Well, yeah, I mean, she was the only original cast member, really. No, they had the one, um, the one black. Cindy! Yeah, Cindy! My TV is leaking! But <laughs> they had, like, Simon Rex from, um... Why does there? I don't know why. <laughs> scary like Movie 3 sucked. That, <laughs> that sounds one, like something I would say. <laughs> that was the one where they made fun of signs. That was... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Signs in the ring. I was like, this this kind of sucks. This is shit. Like, Eddie Griffin was like one of the lead people doing it. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is doo doo. But scary movie too, though. Mm -hmm. Tim Curry is the professor. <laughs> I still like the first one. My strong hand. Yeah. No, that's that's scary that's movie two. Is that's, it? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was the first that's one. That's when they're in the scary movie time. one. That was, was them so making funny. Fun of uh, Scream. Oh, okay. I had him flopped. Okay. Yeah. And then four is when they had Charlie Sheen in it. No. no that was three. No, was oh, three. that was three. What's the one? I guess that is the one that me and Jackson watched. I was like, Charlie Sheen's trying to check, commit suicide. He can't. 
<laughs> he takes like an entire bottle of pills and they're boner pills and then he grows like the biggest fucking boner possible. <laughs> yeah. Falls out the window to die. There you go. Oh, well, if you haven't figured out what we're talking about today, we're talking about an exorcism, but not just any exorcism. The, the exorcism. So this one, it's hard to tell what exactly um, was the motivation because there was no financial motivation. Nobody was getting a book deal after this was done. There's also a lot of different accounts of different parts throughout this. So there, I'm going to be like, okay, well, source material says this, this, and this because I couldn't figure out. There's not a definitive Mm-mm. timeline. I feel like with no. a lot of exorcisms, there's not a full. Well, they're, they're, they're normally kept under lock and key of the Catholic Church because mm-hmm. what happens a lot of the time is the priest ends up like kind of going to jail for most exorcisms result in death. Or some kind of like abuse. Yeah. Or what they would classify as abuse. Yeah. Um, like the exorcism of Annalise Mickle is a famous one where. The priest went on trial and like a lot of people went to fucking jail then because they literally killed a girl. They killed a girl because they starved her to death because they mm-hmm. thought she was possessed, but she was an epileptic. Okay, well, that's a little bit different. Well, what happened is after the exorcism <laughs> movie, the upswing of reported exorcisms like took off. Well, yeah. that makes sense. So, I, that's their- And then during that time, Vatican II was a thing. So the church was reworking like its whole stance on a lot of stuff. So you had these people like a lot of infighting going on in the Catholic church, but that's Mm -hmm. neither here nor there. We're here to talk about the exorcism of Roland Doe today. Mm -hmm. So we are going to get into it, but before we do that, I'm going to give us a little refresher on the stages of exorcism. I know we talked about it. A few months ago. For the devil made me do it. Yes. I feel like that these are the same, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's like manifestation and infestation, like the small signs. This is like the stages of dating. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Interchangeable. You're not not wrong. Anyway, you could use this on your spouse or you could be Mm -hmm. a demon. I Mm -hmm. mean, demonic possession. Uh, Both. Yep. <laughs> gonna suck the soul out of me. Mm-hmm. That's how I keep my hair so red. Oh, God. <laughs> I snatch souls. You might be fighting for territory over here. <laughs> I'm a succubus. I've been called this by him God, and many of his friends. I called her a succubus the other week. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love that for you. Uh-huh. So it's manifestation and infestation. And it can affect houses, forests, cars, and a doll. Hello, Annabelle. Um, Robbie, Robbie the doll. Yep. And then there's what there's Henry or Daniel or something like that too. There's a lot of dolls. Dolls seem to be like a favorite (laughs) hangout for demons. Seriously, because they're so innocent and pure looking. Or clowns. Yeah. Why did you have to bring up the clown? Because you're you're an idiot. Because I'm not wrong. I really wanted him. There was a thing that was going to happen where I really, really, really thought that he was going to be mine. I mm-hmm. held him, and he was like, "Take me home, Christian." Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's then the doll is speaking to you. I'm getting it's a, a no from me, dog. A clown thumb up my ass at three in the morning. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure not. his entire body could have fit up your ass. Well, not when he fully expanded into his full demon form. Oh, sorry. Looking like something out of a Chiodos <laughs> Brothers movie. That is called full possession. 
And that's our third yeah, set. Yeah, he's fully possessed my asshole. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Full possession of somebody's asshole. Dating. Here's another one right there. Go, go to number two. That's that's literally. It started out great, and then I was getting pegged in an alleyway. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Zero to 100 real quick. So, getting an exorcism isn't quite as simple as calling up your local Catholic church and being like, hey, I need this. I'm possessed. Uh, yeah. So, there are steps to that are involved into getting an exorcist to come to your house and perform an exorcism. The first step is someone, probably a priest, from the church that comes out and they do an investigation. They have a specific checklist from the Vatican of signs and symptoms of possession, and then they basically try that entire time to debunk them. And then the Catholic Church must prove, quote, with moral certitude that an exorcism is needed. It's basically a fail-safe to stop, yeah. like, say, any exploitation from happening. Yeah. Like, say somebody is mentally ill or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. It stops, like, okay, this person's clearly sick. Yeah. Or it also helps, like, if, if somebody's faking it. Mm -hmm. For for monetary gain mm -hmm. or attention, mm -hmm. that's fun. Like you know, a lot of the stuff that with the Warrens cases, <laughs> where they're literally like, ah, we're we got a poltergeist. Somebody, the Warrens, come help us. We need a book deal. Right. Yeah. So then, the priest will consult with both mental and physical health professionals. To rule out some kind of illness as the cause of whatever is happening with this person. Once the priest decides that an exorcism is needed, he will take it to a bishop or other higher up to get the exorcism sanctioned, which they don't always go through even at this point. Like the, the priest could be like, hey, this person, def I, he, I feel like he's definitely possessed by a demon of some sort. And, and the bishop takes it to his higher up and they're just like, mm, probably not. That's so, what I do every week when she's, or every month when she's <laughs> off of her period. Um, I call up the priest. I'm like, my wife needs a sexorcism. Do I have, am I granted the rights of sexorcism? Oh my gosh, I can't. And then like I have really to sexorcise those demons. That looks like a really bad porno. It's not holy water. <laughs> <coughs> I promise you, it, it's... It's not the holy power water. of sperm compels you. <laughs> She's speaking in tongues, all right. <laughs> Snakes. I feel like it would sound more like you're just deep throwing a banana. That would probably be more. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. Sound. What the speaking in tongues sounds like on your part, but you wouldn't know. You don't remember any of it. I don't. Not until after you're exercised. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe I just described rape. I'm not sure. Oh my God. Why do you always, like, every episode, you prove more and more that I'm some kind of just horrible entity that exists in this realm. <laughs> and I'm here to take you out. Side note, Christian's not that bad. <laughs> Who was the I first vampire? Oh, Lilith. That's right. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I have to sex. I have to sexercise Lilith at least like 
you know, once every couple months. Get her out of here. God. The whore of Babylon. <laughs> so, <clears throat> after the exorcism gets sanctioned by the higher ups, the priest, uh, usually but not always, it, will it be the one who conducted the investigation? But most times it is. So he will be appointed to act as the exorcist. They normally fly an exorcist in, too. Yeah. They'll fly, like, the, the Catholic Church will fly their guy in There's only to supervise. That back in 19, there aren't many, like, priests who are well-versed in the rite of exorcism. Back in 1996, there were as few as 10 in the U.S. and fewer than 100 worldwide. This is back in 1996, so there's, I don't know how, how many there are now. Um, but the church has no official records of trained exorcists, so there's a possibility that there are more working, like, on the DL. Are they in a union? You don't throw a coin to your witcher, you just throw a coin to your exorcist. I haven't started The Witcher yet. Oh, my God. It's great. I have to wait for Ryan to finish it so he doesn't lose his place. Well, we have to buy Netflix again because my mom's a bitch and canceled our Netflix <gasps> account. So. I'm sorry, Uh-oh. Salem. I just, just almost ripped our cat's <laughs> tail off. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we're not. No more free Netflix for us. God, Jesus. Can, listen, all I do is literally want Netflix where See, I don't I'm have to pay for it. exercise her later. Huh? What? Oh, because I say a threatening thing about your mother that yeah. has that grants. Yep. See, she's Is violent. that part of your checklist? She's violent. I have to sexercise well, her. Oh honey, go ahead and print out at least a 10-page list, because I'm sure by the end of this episode, you won't have a full doctrine of it. I'm glad your new couch is I, I got to tie her down with ghost ropes later. I'm going to break <laughs> your hip. <laughs> we got to tie her down. I'm going to break your hip gonna happen okay <laughs> <clears throat> i don't know sure which one <laughs> it might be sure a, it, it might be a one-sided fuck going on so just make you lame the power of cock impels you <laughs> the power of cock impels you so the exorcism of roland doe is the inspiration story for the infamous 1973 movie the and Exorcist. book and book yes which, I mean, like, I knew. So, the Ghost Adventures did a an investigation on his house in St. Louis. But... But nobody's done any investigation on the house where it started. No, back in... In D.C. Yeah, no. Or in Maryland. Uh, some, some accounts say D.C., some accounts say Maryland. But it's they a all... suburb of D.C. is what it says, technically. Okay. It happened in Maryland, which was a suburb of D.C., uh, because they'd never really disclosed the true location. In fact, they're still not 100% sure the person they think it is, who is Rolando, is Rolando. So. Okay. So, uh, I know Ghost Adventures did the investigation on the Roanoke Drive house. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that Roland, it was Rolando's house that they did it on. So, like, in a way, I did know the Rolando story, but I didn't know it was Rolando, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I never really liked, I knew the exorcist was based off true events, loosely based off true events. Yeah. And I just never really dug that much deeper into it. So I was like, oh, cool, so true events. the author of the book, um, found the story in Fate Magazine. What? 
And that's like okay. The story got broken. Fate magazine, and that's how the author of the book like discovered the story, and then like adapted the exorcism. Okay. Or the exorcist off of that. So. So the house on <coughs> Roanoke Drive looks fairly normal. On it's the a pretty outside. house. It it. It's an all brick exterior with white shutters, huge trees, neatly trimmed bushes that dot the yard. Like honestly, it reminds me of the house I grew up in in Virginia. Um, you would never know that that was the house that inspired The Exorcist if you just like drove by it. Like, oh, that's a pretty house, and yeah. you would never know. <clears throat> but the story starts in the late 1940s in D.C. slash Maryland. And it moves to a different, it moves around. So Roland Doe or Robbie Mannheim or Ronald Hunkler <laughs> in some sort of, they give all those names. So whichever, we're going to call him Roland though. <clears throat> what he uh, was supposedly from Cottage City, Maryland. I say supposedly because there's a few different accounts. Um, some say he's from Mount Rainer. Some say he's from Cottage City. Some say he's actually like D.C. Whichever. Yeah. Um, there are also accounts, uh, conflicting accounts on his actual age. He's anywhere between 12 and 14. So he's, you know, like post-pubescent, essentially. At least that. I feel like most, like, in a demonic setting are going to go after the ones that are already... Kind of in a fragile state. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you see it in like movies when it's depicted, it's usually like a young girl mm -hmm. or a woman, mm -hmm. which I don't understand that. I feel like if anything, we're <coughs> we're not subjective to that because we follow no. the rules of possession when it comes to men. <laughs> That's our playbook. Yep. So according to one of Roland's former classmates, he was quiet and unpopular some said that he had an overbearing mother and grandmother, and his father was pretty distant but not absent. So I guess that counts for something. Um, but Roland was particularly close with his Aunt Harriet, who was referred to as Aunt Tilly in some source material. So Aunt Tilly was a spiritualist and gave Roland a Ouija board and helped him learn how to contact spirits with it. Oh, what could go wrong there? Absolutely nothing. That's why we're talking about it. I mean... <laughs> I don't know if those things came from the Ouija board. Um, I don't know. It could be a possibility. Maybe. It could be a pre-existing issue in the house. So... It manifested. All I'm saying The Ouija is, board didn't help. I will say that. We'll do an episode no. on the Ouija boards. That is actually, if you've ever, Eventually. There, there is an entire, I'm sorry to like skip over that part, but there's an entire Netflix series on toys. Like they do like explaining how toys were made, mm -hmm. like how they mm -hmm. became popular. And the Ouija board was one of them that Ashley watched. And it was so cool. Like how they explained, like how they came up with the idea and then they stole it. Yeah. It was crazy. Highly recommend it. I don't remember the name of the show is. I'd have like to. Like I said, we'll do an episode on the Ouija board. I would be down with that. Because so many of these possession stories start with the Ouija board. Yeah, isn't the one. Or a talking, or some type of spirit talking system. 
Um, was it? There was one that was popular a few years ago, maybe. Um, that was also based off true events, and it was like in Spain or something, like Vanessa or Victoria. Well, there's a lot of them that are like a. a you take a pencil, and you write yes or no, and then put the pencil in the center of the page. Yeah, and I ask see. Ask a yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different games for it, but the Ouija board is like the antithesis. Mm-hmm. And mostly, what what it is is just spirits being channeled by fat chicks and my chemical romance tattoo <laughs> like shirts. But mm-hmm. you know, every now and then you get a demon possession. Every now and then, every blind squirrel gets a nut. If they at least have, it's like I'm trying to give you one last message for my family, and it's like, do you like taking back Sunday? What are you talking about? <laughs> What's your favorite album, and you need to at least three songs from it? Yes, I would be that person. Until he was like, do you like Nat King Cole? No. <laughs> Oh my god! Could you? I could think of an entire list of things that would be mundane to ask a demon. I could just you name them all. He would leave. He would hate me. He'd be like, "This bitch is trying to call me." Nah, just, yeah. just bored spirits. Or what just happens like, when you're left on red on on Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> There's no spirits here. Uh, I ain't fucking touching that shit. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Christians got the Ouija board again. This happened in the '40s. It's like. Yeah, it's like 1940, some like late 40s. Is Hitler still alive? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so soon after, uh, Aunt Tilly gave Roland this Ouija board, she passes. And it really took a toll on Roland. So he's even in a more fragile state right now. And he's heartbroken and soon tried to contact the spirit of his Aunt Tilly. With the Ouija board. So, another mistake. Giving the Ouija board, playing with the Ouija board. Yeah. And trying to contact a specific someone who is a family member with the Ouija board. This is a crossing over. Yeah. <clears throat> the money's good. Don't worry about the money. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Roland started acting erratically without any provocation. He heard scratching noises coming from the floors and the walls of his room, and water dripped from seemingly nowhere from the pipes and the walls. And the scariest of all, in my opinion, is his mattress would move on its own and quite violently as that. No thanks. Has he never I had pass. an adjustable base before? <laughs> Instead of <laughs> yeah. a remote? Uh, I, <laughs> I would I've shit had that my happen pants. all the time. You ever roll over on your adjustable base remote? <laughs> like, oh, it went to zero G by itself. Fuck. I would feel like I'm on like a mad scientist lab <laughs> table. Just <laughs> Frankenstein's it's prostitute. Alive! That happened to me the other night. When I was sleeping <laughs> in the spare bedroom. I dropped my phone, I guess, in my sleep on the remote, and it hit it just in the right of like spot, and it made it like the head go up only, and so it just like sat me up like Frankenstein style, <laughs> and I woke up and was like. The fuck just happened? <laughs> it's alive. No. You bet your bitch ass that I fucking grab that damn remote and fucking put it down and just stared into the black abyss and went back to sleep. <laughs> we haven't been sleeping in the same bedroom for the last week and a half because I've been too sick. 
I've been possessed by the ghost of COVID. <laughs> Omnicron. I've got the Omnicron demon running court, running through my veins. That kind of sounds like something you fight a demon with, an Omnicron. Yeah, right? Or sounds like some Harry Potter bullshit. <laughs> I've got my Omnicron. I thought it was like something from like a Marvel movie, like as a bad guy. <laughs> I thought it was a Transformer. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Somebody who loves Transformers. I was thinking Unicron. <laughs> What's a cron? Is that another name for a dick? I'll show you my cron later. <laughs> there he goes. How many dick jokes can Eric fit into one podcast episode? A lot. <laughs> Especially if I have. Like my dick. <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, scratches, bruises, and welts also started to appear all over his body. His parents took him to countless doctors and psychiatrists to get to the bottom of his erratic behavior, but none were able to give him answers. He's into BDSM. <laughs> Solved. <laughs> Done. <laughs> At this point, Roland's parents have lost all hope, so they decide to go to the church for help. They were Lutherans, although some source materials say Protestant. Um, their <coughs> minister suggested that they seek the assistance from the Jesuits. Catholics. <clears throat> Father E. Albert Hughes was one of the first priests to take a look at Roland and verify that he was indeed possessed. According We're here to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. Oh Ooh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that came over a Ouija board? <laughs> oh I would just throw the fucking thing away at that point. You can't throw it away. There's specific steps that you have to take mm -hmm. to get rid of a Ouija board. Cut it into seven pieces and bury it with different seven different religious objects. Yes, I know. Yes. I didn't I do didn't that, that before. According to Father Hughes, Roland couldn't take his eyes off of the Bible, which is a sure sign of demonic possession. Father Hughes went to his superiors for permission to perform an exorcism on Roland in late February of 1949, and the request was granted. He recommended that Roland be transferred to a Jesuit hospital near D.C. for the exorcism. Roland's exorcism lasted three nights. Father Hughes strapped Roland down onto the mattress and began to give him the rites. Over the course of those three nights, Father Hughes witnessed many unnatural sights, including Roland breaking out of his restraints and slashing Father Hughes's wrist with a mattress spring. Father Hughes was not... It's pretty fucking hardcore, actually. Right? Yeah. Like, to pry mattress spring out of the mattress and then just, just slash somebody's fucking wrist with it. Yeah. That's that's hardcore. But he went across the street for attention and not down the street for results. <laughs> because of that, Father Hughes was not able to complete the exorcism, but the priests were hopeful that it was Pussy. successful. Roland was brought home with the hopes for improvement. But those hopes were very short-lived. His quote-unquote condition deteriorated even further. He started developing gashes on his chest with the word Louis written on him. Like from the, like. Louise. The, Louise. Louis. His parents thought that it was possible that it was some sort of omen to relocate to St. Louis, which is where his mother is from. So off they went to St. Louis. No, that's just the demon's name tag. Like, <laughs> Look, man, I'm here at work today. My name's Louie. Oh, my God. But the relocation didn't help Roland and his family, and they had to turn to the church once again. 
Two new priests, Reverend and, uh, William Bowdern and Father H. Walter H. Halloran, took a look at Roland and came to the conclusion that he was in a state of demonic possession. I mean, how many times does this guy have to be like, yep, he's possessed? Well, the problem is all these guys are on retainer, so they have to get, like, paid. Yeah. So, like, anytime you, like, bump it up to the higher, it's like working for a call center. And you bump them up to the higher management. Okay, the closer. Yeah. Got it. Because so, this is basically Catholic exorcism rites is mm-hmm. no more than just magic. It's Dungeons and Dragons bullshit <laughs> at its core. I'm going to roll a four for what is yeah, whatever. I need to do a dexterity check <laughs> before I start this exorcism. Um, no, it's literally Dungeons and Dragons bullshit. Like, it's the same shit as, like, the Church of Satan doing a black mass. It's the same shit as, like, these little occult groups doing their magic shit. But it's church-sanctioned. It's it's Jesus-sanctioned black magic. So I believe it. Like, they're I fighting mean, the devil doing their shit. It's, yeah. it's a whole fucking thing. Vibe check. <laughs> if you have to vibe check a devil or a demon... Is that just not the devil? The devil. Like you I said, you got to roll a 20 for dexterity before you can start your exorcism. <laughs> That'd be so funny if they actually did roll a fucking dice for that. I can't. <laughs> We're so fucking. The Do t- you get to eat today? <laughs> if you roll a 20, you get a feast. <laughs> Critical hit. Yep. If you roll a to one. your tummy. Yep. If you roll a one. Bread. Moldy. <laughs> Dysentery. Yep. So the two men agreed to perform another exorcism on Roland. Father Bowdern felt he wasn't, he was underqualified, basically, to perform it by himself. So he enlisted the help of Father Halloran. And they gathered at the home on Roanoke Drive in early March of 1949. This time, the exorcism lasted three weeks. Damn, did they get PTO from that? (laughs) (laughs) Father Bowdern wrote about the exorcism in his journals. They were very gruesome and very detailed. This is is like the metal shit. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give you all some trigger warnings. There's going to be some real fucked up jokes made. Yes. (laughs) The exorcist witnessed scratching of Roland's body and the mattress moving on its own. Roland apparently showed the strength of an adult and was difficult to restrain. Yeah, that tarred strength. Roland threw out insults and threatened the priests while proposing sexual favors. I'm going to cut your throat if you don't let me suck your cock right now. Yeah, we all know how priests are. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. We all know how priests are with little boys, though. Uh, Mr. Priest, do you want my butthole? (laughs) Reverend Bowdern and Father Halloran noted some strange things in their reports. Some strange things? Not the sexual favors? <laughs> I guess it didn't have... I- <laughs> I'll suck your cock in hell. Oh, my God. Ronald would be calm and normal during the day, but come nighttime, after settling in for bed, he would exhibit strange behavior like screaming and wild outbursts. My mama always said nothing good ever happens after night. So, mm-hmm. this is clearly the... Speaking in Latin. Yeah. Mama said that the only thing open after midnight are legs and hospitals. My mama said the only reason alligators are on because they got all them teeth, but they ain't got no toothbrush. 
I can't. Both y'all suck. <laughs> Ronald would enter translite states and start emitting guttural sounds. The two men also said that they saw objects fly in Roland's presence and said that he would react violently when he saw any sacred object presented by the two exorcists. And then he masturbated <laughs> his butthole with a crucifix. Oh, my God. He flew the crucifix in there like a drone. It was crazy. <laughs> Is there video footage of this? Because I need to see this. <laughs> no, it was like 1949. Damn it. Unacceptable. The OnlyFans content. He could have been an accountant. He could have been an accountant. I'm an accountant. <laughs> I'm accounting this crucifix in my butt. <laughs> one crucifix! Oh At one point during the three-week exorcism, Reverend Bowdern reported that he saw an X appear in scratches on Roland's chest. X marks the spot. Which he believed signified the number 10. Oh, okay. Another incident was... <laughs> There was a pitchfork-shaped pattern of red lines from his thigh to his ankle, and this happened every single night for more than a month. The exorcist believed that Roland was possessed by ten demons. Damn, dude, can you slow down? He's an overachiever. Slut. He's, he is a demonic slut. He's an overachiever. Yeah, he just that's throw, what we're gonna. He call just that. throwing that soul to whatever will fucking throwing get his wet. soul hold to <laughs> any demon cock in, in town. In a circle. <laughs> throw, throw that ass in a prayer circle. Is that what you said? <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you for saying it because I didn't. I didn't come up with it first. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a few zingers in every now and then. But Reverend Bowdern and Father Halloran never relented in their efforts to exorcise the demon or demons from Roland. They had to pay the troll toll to get into that boy's soul. (laughs) Or his hole. Whichever one. I'm still recovering from throw that ass in a prayer circle (laughs) right now. (laughs) Gonna go ahead and say that. I don't know if we'll ever get a better moment. Like, I was speechless. Christian was speechless. I don't know if you'll ever recreate that again. Mic drop, I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. I think we have to end the show. But by March 20th, 1949, the exorcism reached an unhealthy level. Oh, now it reached an unhealthy level. This poor child's throwing his ass in a, a prayer circle with a crucifix hanging out of it at the priest, but now it's unhealthy. Roland urinated all over his bed and began shouting and cursing at the exorcists. This round of exorcisms... They are in the piss play. The priests are in the piss play. Maybe. I don't know what to tell you. This round of exorcisms ended up not working, and the some accounts say three priests, but they never found any of the priests' the third name. So two or three priests were he there. He said, I don't want to be involved in this shit. Take my name out of here. <laughs> he said, take me out, son. Um, they ended up moving Roland to the Alexian Brothers Hospital in South St. Louis. On April 18th, 1949, it was the Monday after Easter, and Roland woke with seizures. He yelled that Satan would always be with him. By 1045 that eat that night, the attending priests called upon St. Michael to, to expel Satan from Roland's body. They shouted at the devil, saying, huh. Shout at the devil! Sorry. 
I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. I was there for it. I mean, shout. You're doing better vocals than Vince Neil is right now. Yes. They shouted the devil, saying that Saint Michael would battle him for Roland's soul. Seven minutes later, Roland came out of his trance and said, "He's gone." and recounted how he had a vision that St. Michael vanquishing Satan on a great battlefield. Reverend Bowdern and Father Halloran wrote in their reports that the strange occurrences and behaviors stopped after that, and despite being the horror movie inspiration, Roland went on to live a normal life from that moment on, incomplete and anonymity. That word. Anonymity? Yep, that one. I'm gonna go with that. Enough. I need. I need. No. I, I, had I it need until you one. fucking said it. No, I'm not that's even. Like, a, that's a shitty thing. God <laughs> damn it! I should have just let it ride and let Jeff fix it. Anonymity. 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 Oh my that's god! I like trophy all over again. <laughs> Stop it! I almost threw my fucking cat. I don't know, man. Head. You almost threw your pussy. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to exercise her after this episode. <laughs> I'm going to throw this ass in a salt circle. <laughs> Shut up, Christian. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But oh real talk, though. So he like went and lived a normal life. That That's the thing about this story that, like, intrigues me the most is there, there was no, like, it's not the normal thing that you see happen after, like, one of these stories where... There's a lot of books and right. shit come out where the family's like, oh, yeah, we can make some fucking money off of this shit. They just wanted to get the fuck over it. Yeah. After that horrific them. nonsense that went on for three weeks, they're like, we're done. Yeah. Fuck it, count us out. So, <clears throat> demonic possessions are still a topic of controversy, even to this day. And the differing accounts of Roland's story and the exorcism leaves quite a bit of doubt since there's not a set timeline of events or like, I mean, like, yes, there are like the exorcist is basically what what happened. There, let, let me put it this way. With the movie The Exorcist, there were a lot of fucking liberties taken. Yes, but that scene... Roland's head didn't spin no, around, and he, he didn't, didn't shoot vomit or pee soup out of his mouth and yeah, no. all over the priest. He didn't spider walk down the stairs. That's no. funny. That Which is unfortunate, but... Honestly, that's the coolest part of that whole fucking movie. Is like I will never forget the first time I watched that scene. I was like... <gasps> oh, it was horrifying. <laughs> that movie... that. Honestly, that movie and the book are both fucking terrifying. Linda Blair got really hurt filming that movie. Well, the girl who did the voice of the demon didn't want to be documented as, like, doing it. And she chain-smoked and drank bourbon every fucking day to, like, lower her voice. Oh, shit. Long enough. Like, it was a woman. That, that sounds like that. me on a fucking bender. Jesus. Um, like, I'm pretty sure. I, I would have... Like, to do the voice that she did, I would have to actually, like, have a vocal modulator built into so our recording system. She's like a method actor. Yeah. Yeah. She committed. She didn't want her role to, be like, be upstaged by, like, Linda Blair. Um, like, I'm or she didn't want her to her role to upstage Linda Blair's. 
So I'm fairly certain it was <coughs> one of the camera guys, maybe, from the set of The Exorcist that ended up actually being a serial killer. What? Yeah, there's a lot of Paul, fucked up shit. That movie's Paul cursed. Paul Bateman, I think, is his name. The movie's cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it was like the the Pazuzu. When, when the bed would like shake, like sometimes it would shake like on its own, like without the motors or whatever they used. I like, mean, if you play with the scene, the one of the sets caught on fire. Uh, one of the priests that was, or the guy that was playing the priest, didn't he like fall down the fucking stairs and like almost die? Yeah. <laughs> like that movie's fucked. So there are evil entities out there. We're not disparaging that, but no, 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 no. Do you think that what happened to Roland Doe and the diaries that were found were were some liberties taken? There's always gonna be liberties taken, especially were, were things like emphasized and exaggerated. Probably, I would think that the only reason why they would exaggerate it I would in the diaries like, are like. The bed shaking and the chairs tilting over the the priest documented. These were all things that he could actually probably do on his own. Yeah. I would say he 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 might have like there was some shit going on, but I'm sure he hammed it up too. Well I don't know. As somebody who would think that, you know I just hear me out. Every case of exorcism I've researched, which has been a lot of them, <laughs> has ended up with it either being like some old woman or a fucking child. Nobody of substantial, like, effort has been possessed. Well, they're they're going to of. go after somebody with a weak mind, <coughs> like in a fragile state, like losing or, yeah, yeah, a loved but, one. No, 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 no. A demon should go after like politicians, people like <laughs> no, they sign deals with shakers. the devils. I just don't think Eric, like they don't even need to be possessed to sign bad deals. They just do that on their own. That is fucking true. Um, just look. I'm not even going to start that. Um, <laughs> go ahead and tack on another hour. <laughs> yeah, literally. Let me let me run another hour. But. I mean, what do you guys think about Roland Doe? Do you think it, it's it's real shit? Do you think it's horse shit? What do you guys think? I think to an extent it's real. It also happened in 1949, so it it does have the possibility of it school. being beefed up. Because it's like, we're, we're, this is 2021. But How at many the same years? time, they weren't trying to sell a book. No, that's also true. So... As much as I want to say now. there, there's like bullshit involved. Well, this was all taken from the the priest's books, like his diary that he kept locked the fuck away for a long time. It's hard to dance as being the devil's advocate and like the biggest purveyor of it at the same time. I also think that if they were on a three week exorcism, that things started getting weird on like little to no sleep at night when things are that fucked up that maybe things were a little bit stretched when they were explained. I would say like when he's going back to writing the, the diary, maybe things, some liberties were taken, but this was, this diary was never meant for like human consumption. (laughs) 
That's the biggest thing. Is I think priests are pretty wholesome people when you like that they are just trying to document. I would say then they don't have he to wrote down what that. he saw. Yeah. He yeah. wrote down what he saw and whether the, the child who was possessed, air quotes, was actually possessed or not. That's neither here nor there. This priest wrote down what he saw and was genuinely concerned and afraid. Mm-hmm. He should be. At what he was seeing. I, I 100%. And he was seeing things that were out of his, out of his depth. Yeah. Like, this guy was genuinely afraid. I 100% one of those people that thinks that there are instances of entities that we don't understand, and they can be either good or bad, and they can absolutely... 100% influence and control things with enough mm-hmm. if you give them enough power it's just like if you give somebody you give a finger power, in the, yeah, you give them a can. finger they take the whole fucking arm and mm-hmm. it is with anything in life so I feel like that if it's a you know an entity that we can't just because we can't see it physically doesn't mean it will manifest itself right mm-hmm. evil has a very fun way of manifesting itself mm-hmm. so true. very true <clears throat> guys well, this has been a great episode. Happy kick New, off the Year. New Year. <clears throat> so we're going to have Christian drop the socials, mm-hmm. as always. And then we'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Mm-hmm. First of all, let me thank you guys for following us, sharing the show, downloading the show. Keep doing that shit. We love it. <laughs> Keep doing that shit. Keep feeling that vibe. Keep throwing your asses in a circle. In for the prayer a, circle. A, for the prayer circle. <laughs> For our show. Pray, pray for us. Yeah, pray for us as we continue on. Uh, that being said, this is the beginning of my birthday month. It is. I am a January cold-souled little soldier, and I'm ready to move on with this, and I'm ready to have some episodes that you guys have planned out for me to hear and also be involved in. That being said, if you guys want to keep up with us, make sure you guys are following us on the Instagram, Facebook. Make sure you guys are liking and sharing the show. Leave a review. The mm-hmm. only way that we're gonna know Spotify we- now has it to where you can leave a review. Yep, I just, I found that out. So if you listen to us on Spotify, leave us a review. Yep. Rate us and comment us. Yep. And if there's any episodes that you guys have suggestions on that you want to let to us cover, know, we'll we'll cover them. Yep. We'll add them to our list. Like we got we got a ton of people requesting things. And we promise you, we will get to them. It's just the research has to be right. Right. I need to have enough of it to... Another yeah. reliable resources. Yeah. And, like, things like... We've had some people ask where the Men in Black episode that I promised was. That is an episode that's... We have to figure out how to do the logistics of that. That's going to be a multi-part fucking episode. So, it might take a month to do that. Um, but we'll get it done. I promise you. We'll do the men in black. But we just did them all. And so give us some <laughs> fucking time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, make sure to uh, rate, comment, subscribe, share, spread it around like wildfire. Let's get this shit going for 2022. Uh, and we'll see you next Friday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.